Oh my god. Hey. Hi. Thanks for coming. Come on in. Okay, so what happened? Tell us everything. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two, another girls' night in. How are you feeling today, Hannah? I'm great. How are you? I'm living life. I'm tired, but I'm good. Very tired. I'm good. Yeah. I'm really good. Well, Maggie, mm-hmm. you see how the leaves are all on the ground, yeah, and the weather's getting a bit chillier, yeah. and even the clock went back an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, do you know what season it is? No, what season is it? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's it's perfect. cuffing season. Yeah. Am I cuffed? No, I am not. But you know what? That's okay. <laughs> we got some great stories anyways. All right. So before we start, we just wanted to state that the opinions expressed in Girls Night In tonight are individual and are not necessarily representative of Spirit Live or Toronto Metropolitan University. And with that being said, let's, let's get it. started. Woo. Let's do this. All right. So, so what are we talking about tonight? We're talking about dating in your early 20s. Yeah. In this age, in this generation, <laughs> I hate the dating scene yeah. and I hate the Toronto dating scene. It's insane. It's scary. It's literally every man for themselves. It's literally traumatizing <laughs> in every single way possible. <laughs> so what I specifically want to talk about is how a lot of the times in this age, People aren't ready for commitment. People aren't just ready to not necessarily settle down, but they're not ready to just be in a relationship. And I feel like that's where a lot of people around our age and at this time, we're always in situationships or like talking stages. (laughs) The most brutal thing ever. (laughs) Oh my God. It's the worst It's actually excruciating and long. Literally doing everything you would, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever relationship Mm -hmm. you're in, but without the title. <clears throat> and that means there's no really no real commitment, no yeah. real ex- exclusivity. Yeah. And the annoying thing too is that it's like at that point when when there's no exclusivity, like technically you can still do whatever you want. Like you know what exactly. I mean? Like you can still like see other people. Exactly. Because it's like you might be like mostly focused on each other, but there's still like not that aspect where it's like, yeah, like we're actually like in a relationship, mm-hmm. like we're mm-hmm. in this. There's and that's no the security. most stressful part. It like, is. Oh my God. Ugh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about a story okay. of mine Let's I had it. with a guy. <laughs> so maybe two summers ago, yeah. I met this guy on Tinder. And okay, he wasn't really my type physically, but like... Oh, it's always those ones. <laughs> Brother, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's always those uh, ones when you think to yourself, like, you know what? Like, maybe I should just like give it a shot, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Just, just, yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so funny so this guy also didn't have a lot of pictures on his profile like of him which was a big red flag yeah because like what do you look like my little dumb self didn't know that and so i just ignored all that but anyways i we went on our first date which was not that good we were Mm -hmm. just there was no plan there was no we were just walking around we sat in front of harbor front and we just talked Mm mm-hmm no food. I was starving, and I had to go to work. That like I had to go to work immediately after. Oh no! Really? So it was also pretty rushed. Yeah. But me just wanting to have that sort of like relationship feeling, mm-hmm. just having that affection, mm-hmm. even if there wasn't really any. <laughs> yeah, but just like some sort of like that attention or like yeah, that, like just feeling of something from like there. the gender you're attracted to, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. any kind of attention exactly. from that. And it's been so long since I had that. So when he came along, like it was like, oh wow, like this is like great Perfect. but like 
every single date we would have, I would literally dread oh, on the dread? way there, the bus ride there. I would dread going on the dates. Dread? I know. Yeah. Oh dread. my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so I'd be yeah. like, okay, like, what are some ways I can like last minute cancel this? Like, oh gosh, yeah. Because deep down, I think I knew he wasn't meant for me, and I wasn't meant for him. But okay. I just kept pushing it just for that affection. Yeah. And a lot of the times, I just didn't feel content in the relationship, but yeah. I just went with it because why not yeah and so that actually lasted a few months and then he had to go back to his home country because he's an international student okay. yes, yes and yes. so we started a long distance and in my head like for me I personally have like trouble finding out whether I truly like someone or it's just like they're they're accepting my people pleasing skills mm-hmm. and so it's like you know like, okay, like, maybe I do like this guy. And so I gave it a shot. And we were long distance. But you know what the funny thing is? Mm. We were not dating. I asked him right before he left. <laughs> like, oh, like, you know, like, what are we like? Because we ended off on a good note. We yeah. saw each other, like, the night before he left. Okay. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like, it's okay if I call you my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not. <laughs> I, wake, I wake up. I sent that text. Yeah. I wake up and there's a confirmation of it. I go back to sleep. Yeah. A few hours later, I wake up again and he's like, oh, sorry, actually, I don't want to start our relationship long distance. Oh, so he confirmed it first and then he like changed his mind like a few hours later? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I was like, okay, like, you know, I understand like long distance isn't easy. So mm-hmm. I just accepted it. And mm-hmm. for like five months, it was just like five months. Oh my God. I wasted my whole summer. Oh, it, like, lasted for a while after that. Yeah. Oh. But the thing is, like, there was no effort into it at all. Like, he didn't put any effort into it. Even on our dates, like, when we were in Toronto together, like, mm-hmm. he wouldn't pay for anything. Which, like, you don't mm-hmm. have to pay for everything. But if I have to pay for everything, that becomes an yeah, issue. Yeah, like, it's kind of like, it, there should either be, like, obviously it's appreciated if they do pay. But, like, also there should be some sort of balance. Like, you exactly, know what I mean? So, it's, like, yeah. even if you don't want to pay all the time, that's fine. But, like, it shouldn't also always be just, like, the one exactly. person all the time. Yeah, and so I, I found that. that, like, okay, like. Yeah, like, this relationship really is only, like, there because of me and my efforts. Mm -hmm. And once I realized that, it, like, really made me realize, okay, like, no matter the affection, whatever little affection I get from him, Mm -hmm. it really doesn't, it's not good enough for me. And it's not worth any of, like, the efforts I'm doing. (laughs) Like, no, that's that's literally so true. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I realized that a lot of the times girls will settle for relationships that they're not happy in Mm -hmm. or they'll just settle in situationships or like Mm non-exclusivity no commitment Mm -hmm. just so that they can be with the person longer Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the most damaging things in this generation (laughs) it is and it's so tough to like it's so it's so easy to fall into Mm -hmm. and like tough to get out of like Mm -hmm. it sucks it's like also a pride thing you want this to work out so bad Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't and then it ends up like just eating you away I think that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, and I think too though, it's just like when it comes to never settling, like you have to just and it, and it can be hard and it takes like a bit, but you have to just like know deep down like what it is exactly that you deserve, and mm-hmm. you have to know that like you're worthy of so much more. Like this, literally, literally like, yeah. the sky is the limit. And like honestly, like it's tough, but once you start setting those boundaries and tell yourself like you know what, I'm only gonna date people who match like my boundaries or, mm-hmm. or match like kind of like the standards that I have set for myself it just gets so much better because you're not going to be putting yourself through situations where you aren't happy like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like at the end of the day exactly. too like it should be it's it's two ways right so it shouldn't always be like you're giving like you're all into someone and they're mm-hmm. not and you're not getting anything in return like it should always be reciprocated and in a healthy 
dating scene or in a healthy relationship like you're gonna feel that mm-hmm. for sure yeah. and I feel like since then I've met people who are worse people who are better <laughs> mm-hmm. and once you like experience the better you really realize that like okay yeah this was just this was like just me settling yeah and, exactly like, there's so many better things out there so why am I like why am I like forcing myself to stay here mm-hmm. in a relationship that like is eating me away mm-hmm. and it's not helping me at all yeah exactly no, no like, literally the person you're with should be someone who uplifts you and someone who just helps you you know someone who yeah. like you're so excited to like text and like see yeah all the that's time. the biggest one because when you said like oh i was dreading hanging out with him mm-hmm. i was like oh my gosh because like yeah like if you if you have like any part of you obviously there are gonna be days where like okay you know what maybe like you're tired you don't want to like feel like hanging out today but if it's like a a feeling where it's just like i would rather do anything else but see this person yeah like, that's how you know that it's not really yeah and i good. think i would like gaslight myself mm-hmm. at the end of the date scene like oh mm-hmm. like that wasn't as bad as i thought it'd be <sighs> but then yeah. literally like the next date we'd plan yeah. the same, same thing, thing over and over yeah so yeah, yeah don't settle you can find no. better relationships out no 100 percent. and you'll be happy because like once you end up in that better relationship you're gonna be so happy that you never literally yeah, for exactly. like whatever right like you're gonna exactly. be like on cloud nine so yeah. <laughs> never ever settle never ever settle <laughs> yeah okay that is yeah i like that yeah. a lot that's good mm-hmm. on my side of things i think the biggest piece of advice that i would give especially when it comes to situationships and i am Okay, um, you know, um, like, what's his name, Prayag? Like, yeah. <laughs> like Pookie Nation Pookie or whatever? Wait, that video where he's like, guilty, guilty, guilty. Gu- guilty. Guys, my thing is like, okay, don't let yourself get attached to potential mm. and the fantasies you create in your head mm-hmm. and instead, like, just take mm-hmm. it for what they're actually giving you. Mm-hmm. The fantasy thing? <laughs> guilty! guilty. <laughs> Bro, literally, I am the worst for creating fantasies in my head about just like, like or like dreaming of like how life could be, right? Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as I like you, I'm thinking like, oh my God, yeah. it's gonna be so good. Like we can do this for dates, mm-hmm. like we'll be together for so long. Like I'm just planning like everything, right? Even if we're not, even if it's just like someone that I just met and like maybe we exchanged numbers and had like one conversation, mm-hmm. I'm already thinking like, oh my God, this could be so good. Yeah. Another issue that I have is that every time I meet somebody new or like I go out with someone or whatever, my first thought is always like, okay, like, what if this is the one? Like, what if this is yeah. finally, like, whatever? And that already is already setting me up for failure because it's putting them mm-hmm. on that pedestal. Exactly, and, now, yeah. and now I'm expecting them to meet those expectations. Like, you know what I mean? Or even when I'm getting dressed to, like, go out somewhere, I'm always thinking, like, okay, like, what if I meet, like, my the person one, tonight? You know? Oh, and it's so bad because exactly. you're just like, you know what I mean? And so I think where I always struggle is, like, yeah, like, once you start to kind of create that fantasy version of them in your head – that's how you think they are but in like reality mm-hmm. it could very much differ from how they actually present themselves mm-hmm. to be and then you get attached to the potential of who they could be but it's like when they don't live up to those expectations like you get upset but in reality they never they never were this person exactly. like you know exactly. what i mean that's just how you Literally. built them up to be <laughs> so it's like it's my fault at the end of the day because it's just like i didn't need to do all that like it's not it's not their fault that they can't live up to the expectations that i created for them like you know mm-hmm. what i mean i think the biggest thing or the biggest time that this was shown to me. And I'm definitely going to revisit this situation many times throughout this podcast because there's just so much I can say about it. But um, there was this guy that I had gone out with twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the first date, it was like a lot of fun. And I came back and I remember I was geeking. I was so happy. I was just like, oh my God, that was so good. And I liked him like a lot after that, right? And then immediately I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, we can go here for the next day. Like, we'll do this, we'll do that. Like, I'm just picturing like how everything's yeah. going to go. Um, he like goes to the school. He's in close proximity to me. So I was just picturing like every possible ah. scenario of like how this relationship <laughs> could go, right? Mm-hmm. After that date though, we didn't speak. Uh, 
for like weeks and it would bother me because I'm just like, what's going on? Like, what? Did, and then I'm, I'm thinking, like, what did I do wrong? Like, what is happening? Like, is now that into me? Like, whatever, yeah. right? But the reason why it was confusing, because some people might think, like, okay, yeah, he's just not into you. But, like, every time I would see him in person, though, he'd be, like, chatting me up. And uh, stuff. Like, you know no. what I mean? So it was that confusing. Just, like, I was like, do you, like, are you into me or not? Like, you know what I mean? It was, like, terrible. So then um, we didn't speak for, like, a good, like, month or whatever. And then Jeez. he had, like, messaged me randomly one night to, like, asked to hang out but I was busy that night so I kind of was mm-hmm. just like whatever but still in that whole span of time I'm still kind of thinking like the what mm-hmm. ifs right like oh mm-hmm. like, if he would just do this and it could be so good mm-hmm. and like whatever then like I think I guess like two months after this point we went out for a second time and after that day again it went really well at that point I was like okay like now he has to realize like mm-hmm. this is good. like you know oh, what I mean yeah, I just yeah. wanted him to like realize yeah. it's so bad and again like the fantasies start right back up I'm like okay like we've gone out twice now this was so good maybe next time we can do this because like on the date we'd be talking about like things we would do in the future mm-hmm. so now i'm like envisioning how those dates are going to go and no. like i'm just in my head right and then oh sure God. enough what happened again after the second date didn't talk to me and oh so God. now i'm like complaining about it to my friends and everything and i'm just like i don't understand like why like why is he doing this like whatever and i find myself kept saying like you know i just thought it would be so good like it could be so mm-hmm. good and then i think it was my roommate that asked me she was like hey but like what about it like what is it that has you like that like, like you like so much and i was just like oh I don't know because I had spent like I wasn't actually focusing on anything that he was actually showing me because if you look at what he's showing me maybe the dates are good like fine but you're not talking to me exactly. for months like and I get it like if you're just in the dating phase um, like it's normal to not be talking to the person every single day mm-hmm. I guess but I feel like that's only if like if we were going out like once a week mm-hmm. yeah I didn't see you for like three months like you know what I yeah. mean so it's just like we're just not talking in between and so when she asked me that I was just like what do like what what is it that has me so convinced that this is going to work out so well? And it was just because I was picturing some like fantasy life where like yeah. it worked out really well. And that's what I got attached to. And that's what I was like kind of putting all my faith into. Mm-hmm. When I actually like sat down and looked at like the reality in front of me, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, nothing about this is good. Like, you know what I mean? Oh like God. nothing about this is going to like help me at the end or benefit me anyway. So then after that, like I had to slowly kind of just start like detaching myself. And then I did eventually like we stopped like Play. i never saw him yeah exactly real <laughs> i never like we never went out again after that um it took me a minute like it took me a bit to kind of mm-hmm. like detach myself because i was just like i like, was so no, into yeah. it and i'm the kind of person too where, like i don't like people that often I, yeah so when i do like i really like get into it and it's yeah. t- like, it's so hard for me to like pull away so it took me a bit but um that was like, the biggest time in my life where like the fantasies really got to me and being delusional oh my actually God. was like t- terrible. Oh my God. So yeah, I think just to like wrap it all up, yeah, the biggest advice that I can give is that it's, and I don't want to say like, it's so normal to have those fantasies and to kind mm-hmm. of like be dreaming and making up scenarios in your head. That is so okay. And that's so normal. And I feel like I'm always, I feel like yeah. I'm always still going to do it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm never not going to do exactly. it. Exactly. But I think where the issue is that you have to be able to draw that line in your head and separate the for sure potential of what you think it could be with what's actually being shown to you because mm-hmm. if they're two different things you're just gonna end up getting hurt in the end like you know what i mean mm-hmm. unless in the off chance like what's happening in front of you is better than what you're picturing then that's like <laughs> slay for you like that's slay. amazing like you know what i mean but in the in the event where like what's being shown to you what's actually happening is worse than what you're envisioning then you have to be able to sort of like yeah open your eyes to it and like discern the two um and it's hard but it really um hard. i think once you kind of start bettering that like, you're going to be able to, I don't want to say, like, wasting your own time, but I guess in a way, because, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're spending so long kind of chasing after someone mm-hmm. that just might not be 
right for you. And if you're too mm-hmm. focused on like what's in your head, then it's going to be hard for you to sort of pull away after that. And actually like find that right person. Yeah, exactly. Know? So um, it definitely takes some inner strength, but I think just making sure that you're paying attention to everything, like the red flags, the green flags, like mm-hmm. just everything and really being able to make a kind of like clear headed decision based on like what's actually happening mm-hmm. instead of just kind of going off of just like what's in your head and obviously at the end of the day too like you want to trust your gut and your intuition that's always important for sure but um yeah definitely have to use yeah. your judgment but it's not a nice feeling it is not. and i'm gonna oh, i'm sure i'm slowly trying to stop with the whole like the whole fantasies in my head but it's hard like you know what i mean i find that when i go for a certain amount of time without like really liking anybody that i'm good but the moment that someone like comes up because remember like i don't like people that often so when they like come back up i'm just like here we go again it's it's like it's it's creeping back up it is fun it is fun until it gets a little sucky when you're like oh no i shouldn't have done that but but i think also in this generation especially with like tiktok Mm -hmm. being delusional has become so normalized it's like guys being like guys treating you bad it's so normal like yeah it's like more surprising if a guy like takes you out on dates yeah then he, like that's, that's so more true. normal than him like treating you bad that's really so true like it's kind of weird isn't it, it like is. it's like, interesting i think just the toxic just like, a collective toxic culture has collective become, experience yeah. of just like men specifically being so toxic and not wanting to commit and not wanting to like doing everything in a relationship without being in a relationship, relationship and yeah. like of course, like, and then they they like make you feel guilty for like getting feelings, like wanting more. Yeah, like, where it's like, well, why do you think, brother? Exactly, because you, because like, you literally, you were you were really, no, like, it's actually so annoying. Exactly, That's a great point. yeah. No, and I feel like with like the whole Pookie Nation too. <laughs> yeah, Pookie it's Nation. become even more like, like, of course, I love him so much. Yeah, but it's just like, okay, yeah, like I think we all just agree that like dating is tough, and yeah, we just. Uh, it's hard because you it just want to date someone and like have those cute memories, especially with like the holiday season coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh but, God, yeah, hundred percent. But 100%. yeah, it's it's hard. And I think what's tough too is that like you you're always gonna hear, you I always hear like you just always hear the people being like you know it's gonna come to you when you least expect it. Oh my God, it. I hate like, that. Like you gotta just like love yourself first, and then like you know I'm I mean, done like, loving myself. Like, thank you. I'm done my whole myself. point. Thank you. My whole point is though, I feel like you can do both. Like I feel like exactly. you can work on your self love. And also be, like, in a relationship. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. But I think just, like, that whole idea of just, like, falling back is, like, so, like, pushed. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, if you if you think for yourself and, like, that falling back and kind of focusing on yourself is, like, the right step, then, like, go ahead and do that. Like, I did that after I got out of a relationship. It's definitely, like, very healthy. Mm-hmm. But also don't feel guilty for still wanting to pursue it's tough to be like a hopeless romantic in a society like this because like you just want to believe that there's like someone good out there for you Mm -hmm. and you're gonna find it and it's one of those ones where it's like well if you stop looking like true it might not like come around Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really hard but it's like i think you can definitely do both you have to kind of use your own judgment you know i found that like a lot of the times in like the healthy relationships that i've been in um they've been They've actually, like, taught me a lot about myself and, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, there's this trait that I don't like mm-hmm. and I know that, like, may affect others, so I want to fix that. Yeah. And that might be for the guy I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And so there are, like, good parts of the relationship. Um, But I think you just, when it comes down to, like, the whole message, you just really need to make sure that, like, you're not giving things away. You're not lowering your standards. Yes. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, not yeah. making, you're not, like, making exceptions for the guy well, he doesn't make any for you. Oh, and you don't put yep. him up on a pedestal. I think that's the yes, ultimate message. it's the pedestal thing, right? I'm going to quote 
Lori Harvey, and I know that people have their like issues with her because like whatever. Also, side note: apparently, her and Damson broke up, like the man that she's with right now. Sorry, I didn't watch Gilmore Girls. Wait, get, no, stop! <laughs> Gilmore Girls. No. Lori Harvey. Oh my god, I'm hot right now. That's so funny. Lori Harvey is Steve Harvey's daughter, and she's known for like just having so many boyfriends in her lifetime. Like she was dating Michael B. Jordan. Now she's dating Michael Jordan. Yeah. Now she's dating Michael B. Jordan. Now she's dating Damson Idris. Like she's had so many boyfriends. She dated like Diddy and his son. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I can't. But like she's known for just having like so many boyfriends, and she's kind of like the people treat her as like the female version of Future. Like you know what I mean? But the difference is. Whereas Future's just, like, a dog, and he just, like, whatever, and he's shysty. Lori, like, what she always preaches is, like, remember that you are the prize, always. Mm. That's what I was going to make the point, too. So, like, when you, sorry, that's so funny. When you said, um, like, don't put them on a pedestal type mm-hmm. thing, you're the prize at the end exactly. of the day. Like, you know what I exactly. mean? Like, you should put yourself up on the pedestal, and then whoever wants to can come meet your standards up there. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? But you should never lower yourself mm-hmm. for somebody else. Amen. Amen to that. Thanks, Lori. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Lori. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Lorelai. <laughs> I know. Oh, I more girls. That was the funniest thing that you could have ever said. That's actually amazing. That was a very hefty conversation yeah. that I needed, genuinely. Oh, same. I love debriefing about same. men. Yes, for real. That's so true. It's like the best. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is time to go. But we had a lot of fun talking to you guys, and we really hope to see you at our next Girls' Night in. Yeah, I hope you guys learned something. Um, hope you're able to take away some good piece of information. Remember that you are the prize, and, and that's, that's literally it. That's all. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next time. Time for bed. Yeah. Bye. Good night. Bye.